There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Just getting in the car or just got home. These ladies have got the goss for you. Welcome to the four o'clock hour of the Lori and Julia show. We got the goss for you, and we also have a pair of tickets for the seventh caller at 651-641-1071 to see the fabulous play Murder on the Orient Express, which is at the Guthrie now through July 2nd, but you will be going a week from tonight. So yes, at you, 7 o'clock. If you're staying in town, you want to kick off your weekend with a date night with the person of your choice, be the seventh caller. Ellie will get all your deets from you. Again, 651-641-1071. And thanks to the Guthrie for... I love when we have tickets to give away. I do too. Sally Wingard is in this. It's um, it's just supposed to be fabulous. And if you've seen the movie, I mean, everybody is a character character yes. on that train. Yes. So it's... Um, Agatha, so, one of Agatha Christie's best. I love it. I love it. So anyway, that'll be a lot of fun. So lucky winner number seven. Mm-hmm. You lucky, lucky person. I absolutely burst out laughing when I looked at this trailer for The Crown Season 6. Because that's what's coming this fall. Okay. It's already been filmed. Okay. And it's it's a first look, basically, at um, this sixth and final season, you know, this is it for the crown. Right. And um, it takes us to the early 2000s to Scotland, to the University of St. Andrews, where Prince William is starting his freshman year. Oh, okay. And he hopes to lead a normal life way up there in Scotland and St. Mm. Andrews, but he meets a fellow student, student from the Berkshire Kate Middleton, played by Meg Bellamy. We've not seen Meg Bellamy before. Okay. This is, she's 19. Okay. And that's the ages that they're playing yeah. in The Crown. She submitted her audition tape for the role of Kate Middleton after seeing a casting call on social media. I love it. That's how she got it. I love it. And the the kid, the guy um, who plays for William, Ed McVeigh, he has performed, he graduated from the Drama Center in London, and he's performed in one play at the Old Vic and one other play. So wow. they're both basically newcomers. newcomers. And um, anyway, it's called Kate Met Wills. And if you t- go to our show page, um, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. I'd say. Casting. I'd say. For their 19-year-old selves. So is this going to take us this last season through what? It will take us... Are you going to make this up right now? No, I don't know. All right, that's what I was wondering. I don't know. I'm going to check that out because I'm curious. I don't know that the showrunners have told us what the end point is. Um, But, you know, we're going... I I guess we're going to see, you know, the Diana's going to happen. Her death is going to happen. And, you know, because some, sometimes the crown takes liberties with they do flashbacks or they roll forward. But William is 19. 
right in this season six, and he's fifteen when his mom dies. Okay, so we didn't see her die in season five of The Crown. Anyway, so that's that. Um, and and I, I think it's November when that show's coming back. Okay, but so it's all here's, filmed and here's, done. Yes, they look really pretty much like it. Um, Elizabeth Debicki will still be there. Princess, yeah, she's still the mom. And Dominic West will still be, be Prince, Prince Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Imelda Staunton will be the last mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. It, it will, it, um, let's see here. Never mind, I'm trying to catch up, but I can't. But someone said that the, um, the Carol, Carolyn Mazzo, Brandy Glanville thing, that Ultimate Girls Trip was just horrible. They stole tequila, argued, and fought the whole time. <laughs> I asked, That's how it was. I asked Brittany if I should watch it because I, it, I, I liked the first one. You know, I liked, even though Teresa was on that one, I think because she was uh, not in New Jersey, she wasn't as agitated, you know, when they were in the Turks and Caicos. Brittany was like, don't, I can't think of a one reason to watch that one. She said right. it was all fighting and it was like everyone was in their own little uh, housewife friendship. She could, she could not recommend it. Okay. I think that this is going to end with the crown back to the crown. Now mm-hmm. it's going to end when princess Diana passes. But William is 15 when she passes. So that can't be. Oh, this goes into the early 2000s. This, you know, All right, when, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can't that can't be because she, she dies died in 1999. That's I think, correct. I think. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I get for trying to read while talk while while Google while you can't do it. While Julia. speak and chew and eat all at the same yes. time. I just you got to finish season five, but now don't you don't even to. really need to do it until more when it comes out because it I was just, so good. I just I don't know. I just blah. Yeah. Blah. I feel dirty watching. I just blah. Okay, other things. Okay, you have got to come up with some better descriptions besides (laughs) what I just heard. You sounded like... um, A child. A child for a second. Mm -hmm. Stretching, working, looking for their words, but just deciding to make blech sounds. I know. know. Otherwise known as blech. I know, but that's kind of how I feel about it now. I loved it. I loved it so, so much. All right, so Garth Brooks, you know, extended his um, Las Vegas residency into 2024. They always extend it when the tickets sell out right away. They always do. I mean, look at Adele. She's making $2 million a night now that she's committed to a residency. Two. Million a night. That wow. is Gaga made was making like one point five. You don't have to tour either. It's yes. right. so much more it's relaxed. So much uh, to me, Vegas it is would like, be the way to collect the money. Oh, oh it's, it's so smart. It really, it really, really, really. I is. can't wait till Justin Timberlake eats his words. I was and just has thinking the Las Vegas I hate, <laughs> I hate you so much because he said that's the graveyard. That's where you go into the concert graveyard or something. Not more. It never has been, okay? Vegas never has been. Elvis brought it back. The Rat Pack followed. Mm-hmm. And yes, Elvis. And then 
I'm going to say that Brittany did her part with the residency and bringing. I'm going to say the Osmonds, Donnie and Marie, did their part with bringing. Right, but Donnie Osmond's still there. Yeah, but but Brittany gave the idea of you could be a superstar and have a residency because after Elvis, you know, that maybe Vegas went through a thing where a period of time where it wasn't cool. But Elvis, Elvis brought that cool thing back, and you know, to Vegas. Okay, so Garth Brooks, so back to him. So he was on Kelly Clarkson yesterday. Yeah. And they were talking, and they played this game um, where they spin a wheel or something. It's called Rockstar Roulette. And it landed on Aerosmith. And uh, is this how this story came out? Yes. And Kelly admitted she always had a crush on Steven Tyler. Mm -hmm. And that's when Garth said, quote, I showered with him. And she's like, what? 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 Did he have a did he have a big scarf? Well, here's what yeah. <laughs> a long scarf. Because that's what he wore when he judged on the idol all the time. Well, he wraps it around yes. his microphone. That's true too. Um she he said that um they would have um they met in the baseball showers at the old Shea Stadium. They had a big concert there and Garth Brooks was showering and getting ready for the show and he had soap in his eyes and he looked around and he goes, There's Steven Tyler right there. Naked. And I'm like, and How you shower doing, sandals? How many people with his just- gnarly feet? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. They um anyway, back in the day before they tore it down and built City Field. I know? just never even think of people like like superstars like that as showering at a place like that. I feel like they are already there. Cleaned and but, ready to go. Well, maybe there's traffic and it was there's a hot guys, day. There's a guy and, and he says, I'm just going to shower there. Right, who cares? Right. They don't care at all. They don't care at all. And do we care about random thoughts? It's time to go. We're going to do it in a second. Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And um, if you're going out and about and you're getting ready to buy a home sell your home, buy a different property, whatever it is you're doing, um, please remember the team at First Equity Mortgage. I feel like we have so many great testimonials from the people that have worked with First Equity Mortgage. And why not have one on a Friday? This is from Annette. Okay, why not? Torben was quick to respond, wrote everything out in easily, easy to understand language and was help, helping hand the whole way through the process. I will definitely... Be recommending him to friends and family. And that's what we always hear. And we've been working with First Equity in this market and our show for so long that second generation people are doing mortgages through First Equity. They have built a stellar reputation. They will serve you great and make sure that you're getting the right thing that fits you at the right time with your mortgage. One. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. So the handbag wars have heated up. I didn't know there were I, handbag wars to be had. Mantou, I wish those are the only kind of wars Mantou, there were. Chanel is challenging <laughs> Hermes in the bag wars. Oh. Chanel's most popular handbag, which is the little quilted one with the chain, right? You looked it up, right, Lori? Yeah, it's called the 255. Yeah, is now more expensive than an Hermes Birkin for the first time. Oh, thank heavens. So here's what's happening is Chanel has raised eyebrows by hiking the price of its most popular handbag to the same level as an Hermes bag with almost a 95% 
increase. Wow. Um, Birkin is the ritziest handbag in mm. the luxury um, mm-hmm. goods industry. Mm-hmm. A rare one made out of, you know, crocodile skin could sell for more than 100000 <gasps> And the basic one, which is a 25-centimeter Birkin, will set American buyers back $10,000 before sales tax. But it's hard to get a hold of a Birkin bag because Hermes limits the production annually. This they, is why Kim Zolciak is selling all these handbags. She bought all Chanel and Birkin. Well, let me just tell you what happens. The Birkin not only holds its price you buy it for, you can sell but for the more. aftermarket, if you bought a Birkin today, you would be buying it for about $10,000. let us see here. I you, think um, you would, let's just say you bought a Birkin today, you would sell it, you'd get it for like 6500 or ten grand, and then you'd sell it for 16000 Oh, here it is. 10400 on a Birkin 25. Walk out of Hermes, immediately sell it to reseller like Privé Porter mm-hmm. for 16000 who will sell it on Instagram for 24000 Wow. So they are saying that um, Chanel is now raising their prices um, because they can. And they just said the strategy of selling fewer bags at higher prices already appears to be juicing Chanel's profits. Their profits have gone up 35% in 2021 and 2022 earnings aren't there. And the prices increase uh, doesn't seem to have damaged the brand at all because they are raising prices because customers are willing to pay them. And also because, I mean, Chanel's don't, Chanel bags don't hold their value. Uh, they you, don't. They, they, do not, they go oh, down by 50%. That's right. But a, the, a Birkin bag is about a 40% profit on a Bir- Birkin bag. After you buy it. After you buy it. Yes. But so Chanel... Chanel instantly it's like, drops. It's the difference between buying a Toyota... <laughs> and I'm not going to be buying either, but yeah, yeah, I guess if you're in the luxury handbag market, save your coins for the Birkin. You know, because this, if you get financial yes, trouble, you, you would. can sell it. And bur- getting a Birkin is a little more hassle because you have to be on a wait list to try to get one because it's a limited number. But luxury brands are a classic z- example of Veeb, Veeblen goods. And when I say V E B L E N goods, demand for which rises as prices go higher. Mm. Good. So God. that's why Chanel's raised the prices. Yep. They're like, we're going to try and make this happen. Yep. But like you said, Lori. They do not, the resale is not there, so Mm-mm. buy a Birkin. And also because they make so many more Chanel's, I think the Birkin, I feel like we had an author on one. The Birkin bag. The Birkin bag. But I told you, they limit production annually. Yes, so there's they're the hand tooling, the side. first of all, you know, what is the top, maybe 10%, 5% of the population can buy this Birkin exactly. bag? Oh, 10%? Not really? That, That's, no, too no. Many, no, not that many. I okay, know. 1%? Yeah, you're looking in like Chanel the has, max 3% category. Okay. Great. Chanel okay. has raised its price of its classic flat bag by 75% over two years. Well, then don't be a sucker and buy a Chanel bag. Mm-mm. I think they're not having as many sales since Carl has gone. 
You know, how about that? And the a Chanel flipping bags. I mean, is this is this a thing? Oh, I this is a doing? huge no. thing. Well, <laughs> no, not, don't flip don't, Chanel because don't. you'll lose no, money. No, but flip. A, well, yes. good luck to you getting one. But this is so why hard. Cardi B one time did a whole Instagram because people were coming for her because she gifted her little daughter a Birkin. A Birkin. It's an for investment. Her birthday. It's an investment. And she had explained to mm-hmm. people. That no, her daughter's not going to carry crayons and stuff, and you know she. This is just a little investment thing I've done for my daughter. I think, um, and that was like the you know I was like I remembered that from yeah. ten years ago, fifteen years ago. And North has them. when we had the Birkin bag. We did it, guy was, on. We did, and he wrote a whole book on it. He made a living. He did reselling Birkin bags yep. and finding them, and told us about the Holy Grail, the Birkin, which is like a. Burmese python and maybe it four is. are made in a year. Yes. It's wow. a it's a thing. But this was a new article in the Wall Street it's Journal rich, about the bag rich, It's a really rich, rich thing. Okay, let me ask you guys. It's National Pizza Party. I wish Bagalini's held their value, man. I got a lot of those. <laughs> I know it, Lori, right? So does your mom. Right? She and I have or Michael Kors. Something, you know, just anything that they, something that you have like so much of. Wow. Right. Right. I'm I'm so into yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Pizza party day. Today. Do you is? guys yeah, I wish. Do you guys ever dip Lori, I know you don't. So this is for you. Ranch, Lori. ranch. Well, pizza? ranch people dip in. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dipped your pizza in mayo? No. Uh, no, and I'm not going to. No. I like fries and mayo, but Same. no. That's a no. thing, though. I'm no. just telling you, it's a thing. That's a high stone thing. It's no, almost ten percent of people eat do it that way. I I don't believe one of the, it. That's like my thing. I just made up about ten percent of people could afford a Birkin. <laughs> I think that's more like three percent of people actually like mayo dipped. At least they can afford to buy the mayo to dip it in. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Would you well, try it? No, because it sounds horrible. I've dipped, it does, I've dipped mine and you know, sometimes you get it with that oil. Um the garlic yeah. butter. I can't I don't even like that. It's like adding fat on fat. That's I know, I like. but I like it and the other thing I do is salt and pepper. Oh, I always put a little salt I never and pepper did on my that pizza. before. What? I never did that because I expected it to be done. Salt oh, and pepper it, your Jack's pizza. You got it because it, the, it it burns up some flavor. It does. <laughs> I love a Jax. You can you can jury rig a Jax to be really oh, great. Yeah. Get the olives. Get the, <laughs> Get the olives. olives. Out. Is it already done? Yeah. I well, you like spend a lot of time. The bag wars. The I bag thought was wars. interesting. Yeah. I thought that was a good story, though. Well, as long as you thought it was, and I thought it was, and Ellie thought it was, and the rest of the audience, but we just don't Did know. Did you break your necklace? We don't have an instant polling of availability like Andy does in the clubhouse. That would be, wouldn't that be? You know, great that would be a that? really fun. I know. I'm gonna ask oh, management. No. That would be super fun. Oh, Julia. Hey, gang! It's Lori and Julia here, and we want to talk about terrific things happening at the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters on the main stage. It's the play, the prom. The critics have all praised the show. We absolutely loved every minute. Got to tell Such you, a great show. Right. It's closing in a couple weeks, so on June 10th, get the tickets now to see this. You will be sad if you miss out on it. it After really that, will. on the big stage for the first time, it's the Jersey Boys. This is one of Broadway's biggest blockbusters. You hear all the stories of Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. 
We've already seen this twice, and I'll go again. We, I know we will. We're going to sing one of the songs from Jersey Boys today at the end of our show. It's too good to be true. We love them. How about the excellent concerts that they have at the Chan with tributes to Cosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? We were just talking about them. Yes. Tom Petty, and then Rock Out with Lori Dokens, I Am Woman, and of course, Power Ballads. Then there's comedy on the weekends. Visit Chanhassen Dinner Theater, ChanhassenDT.com for tickets. Chanhassen Dinner Theater, always entertaining you. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? So, remember yesterday I told you that, you know, Liev Schreiber oh, yeah. stepped in it by um, commenting on a New York Times Kind of a deep dive into the whole Vanderpump Rules scandal because it the really, whole Bravo yes reality show yes. drama that has monopolized headlines for way too long. Well, but also for good reason because people are always, always, always interested in infidelity, whether yes. it's on a soap, in real life, in a movie scripted, unscripted. Nothing gets everybody going more than cheating. There you go. You're right. Just, just uh, unofficial. Yeah, it is. It mm-hmm. is. So Liev Schreiber, at the end of the story, as a comment, okay, like how many stories do you read? Do you ever leave a comment? Never. Never. Okay, for the most part. Never, never. You never. either are a commenter or, or you never do okay. it. Okay, and, and, and so I just think most people, though, don't comment. Okay. The least likely person, I said Liev Schreiber on this story about Ariana, because it also did a thing, uh, you know, the this New York Times story about, you know, part of the reason, too, why Tom Sandoval is such a great villain and has been, you know, even though everyone thought, you know, Jax was a villain, but he's always been a smarmy character yes. on the show. And he actually, you know, this show, there's been a lot of cheating. So why is this any different part right. of it is because Ariana of who she is as a person and everything and how she's handled it. And she's making, you know, she's turning into lots of opportunities. So Liev writes a thing at the end in a comment and says, how is this news? And I told you yesterday that people were like yelling at him. And I just said, it's annoying when people don't realize that whatever is in the gossip world of pop culture entertainment that is the gossip and it can be about many different things sure. it can be about an actor promoting a movie it can be about a scandal that's happening on a store that yeah. whatever but it right. is it's yes yeah. so guess who's apologized leave Liev schreiber oh, he, he got so got... much heat oh my gosh um he got so much uh heat that people were you know tweeting at him and putting comments on him, his Instagram. Yes. And he, uh, Danny Pellegrino, who's a friend of Ariana. And a cousin he, of Sam Pellegrino. Yeah, he, he called the, you're my arch nemesis. And here's what Liev wrote. Now, this part is kind of funny. At Danny Pellegrino, because Danny tweeted directly at him. Okay. Sincere apology to you and Ms. Maddox. He did not use your Twitter handle. This mm-hmm. is how you know he responded himself. Didn't realize I was in the entertainment section. Oh, that's kind of funny. It is. It's kind of funny. I mean, sorry, not funny. sorry. Right. 
That's kind of funny. Didn't even bother, you know, including her in the handle. Like, that's how you know (laughs) he did it, not his people or his girlfriend or whatever. And he was in the entertainment section. Mm -hmm. And so this is a graceful way for him. To do that. To do that. That's funny. I know. I thought so, I like that. I did, too. Mm -hmm. Because I guess he really got trolled. Oh. Because people... Don't tell me what's gossip and what's not gossip right. is kind of the thing when it comes to pop culture and what we're talking about and what's dominating. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like, just save that to say in private. That's kitchen table talk. You don't need to go on a thing and be all sanctimonious and say, no, oh, no. is this news, you know? So, um. It is if people want to read it. That's how news that's works. That's right. Now, here is, okay, I, I knew, I think you were gone, but, um, and Brittany was filling in. And when the news hit about Ramona Singer and her daughter doing a podcast together, okay. I said, it'll just be a matter of days before she starts offending everybody. Um, everybody, but particularly, first, it'll be her castmates that she'll offend. Okay. Because Ramona has the same thing Teresa Judice has. She has an attention span that's very short and it's centered around herself. Okay. And I need to bring back in my Ramona eyeglasses. Yes, you do. So the other day, she and her mm-hmm. daughter, that's who do they do the podcast together, and they were talking about that the legacy of the the real housewives of New York, as we know it is no more. We're meeting a whole new cast. Yep. And all the old housewives, quote unquote, are doing a legacy trip, but it's not a season. It's going to St. Bart's right. and spending a week. So it's an ultimate girls trip. So they're talking about this, and Ramona's trying to put a spin on, like, this is right. what she wanted all along. And um, she said, she, first her daughter said, I genuinely forgot who Christine Takeman was. Okay, and you did too. I had to remind you. I have no idea. Yeah, yep. she was on for such a short time, maybe one or two seasons. That's fine because she was just a kid, and okay. this was like ten years ago. But okay. it was when Ramona said, "Well, everyone did." <laughs> so Christine Hakeman took to her Instagram, and she said, "Hmm, you didn't seem to forget me when you invited me to your daughter's launch party back in February." Oh, uh, you didn't seem to forget oh. me. Uh, every summer when you invite me to parties in the Hampton. Oh. Um, and she shared photos. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, I like that Christine, Chris, Kristen, excuse me, did that. Because that is just classic Ramona. She does the dig. And she said, well, everyone did. And then later, if anyone says it, she'll go, well, I was just joking. Classic gaslighter. Okay, so when she um, posted the invitation to Teresa's wedding. Ramona. that This is in Andy's diary, the latest one. Mm-hmm. And he says that um, it's so. She posted it and held it up she, on Instagram. The, the, how the invitation came, it was a box with just flower petals and then a hand printed hand painted or something maybe i'm getting it mixed yeah. up with the coronation but what it was a flowers. waste of money it was flower i know yeah and he said um teresa called and said can you believe it low class about ramona yeah. ramona called and said oh i just thought it was so beautiful i wanted to share it and he goes you just can't make it up that's classic ramona it is classic and ramona. she's so she never it's thinks, so ramona that you can't even get mad at but her but you can get mad at her because there's no the woman is like 66 years old yeah i know 
you know, looking fantastic and just being dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah, it works for her. <laughs> but that's pretty. I love that that gal said. Teresa, like they had to change the, the I know, venue. They had, I know. That was a big it, one. It, that cost her yep. money. Like I was actually surprised that Teresa didn't blow up and lose it because that was such a big one. It was like, you know, a week before the wedding yep. or maybe a month, month before the wedding or whatever it is. Um, okay, here's here's one more. Um, Sam Claflin. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. He starred in Daisy Jones yeah, in the he Six. Was the, he was the beautiful man. He reminds me, though, he's kind of like, he looks like he would have been a leading man, but he never has really broken through. Sure. He's only 36 years old. And, yeah. and sometimes looks older and sometimes looks way younger. Yeah. And did you watch Daisy Jones in the Six? Yeah, yeah, I did. My mom's obsessed with it, so she insisted. Oh, yeah, it's so, so good. Yeah. So he plays, you know, he plays, uh, you know, the lead singer. Anyway, he just said, I try so hard to make other people happy that I don't know who I am. He just got divorced. Oh, oh It's kind of a, and he met his new girlfriend on Raya. It's kind of a thing where I think he's accepting, bottom line, all Hollywood speak the article, I think he's accepting that he's not going to be a leading man and character roles are more interesting for him. Got it. There you go. Thank you for all of me. Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown experts when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, and even so pretty much everything exterior to your home for the last 30 years. And I am just honored to be able to be a part of this new partnership here at My Talk. Well, I can't say new because if you remember back in the day, Mike and the Hoffman Weber Home Show on Sundays, well, it's kind of back in a sense that I get to share all the great stuff that Hoffman Weber Construction can do for you, just like they're going to do for me in the future here. I'm having them look at my roof because I've had some hail damage in the last year. I'm also going to be replacing my windows in the next six months, and they're helping me with that as well eventually here. So I fully recommend you reach out to Jason and the sales team at Hoffman Weber Construction because they're not going to give you a high-pressure sale. It's not going to be a one-stop closing. They're going to take the time to treat you like someone who's going to be spending a lot of money right now, and we know that's hard to do, so they don't want you to make a rash decision. They're going to walk you through the whole process, and there's not a better team out there to do it again at Hoffman Weber Construction. So if you want to get your free in-home consultation, start out